Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 31st of August, the 244th day of this leap year of 2020, with 122 days leading to 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was over 24 and a half million, amounting to an increase of over 1.7 million since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was nearing 5.9 million, an increase again of 300,000 cases since the week before. In second place toward the end of last week was again Brazil, its confirmed cases over 3.8 million. India again was in third place with a cumulative total nearing 3.4 million confirmed cases. Russia was again in fourth place, having approximately 1 million confirmed cases, followed somewhat distantly by Peru in fifth place at approximately 622,000 confirmed cases, having swapped places with South Africa in sixth place at approximately 619,000 confirmed cases, Colombia, at around 582,000 confirmed cases, barely edged past Mexico for the new distinction of seventh place. The number of deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday was nearing 833,000, up almost 33,000 from the previous week. This past Friday, confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States totaled almost 181,000 up nearly 6,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 this past week killed on average at least 857 United States citizens per day. We remain the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet, with Brazil again in second place, having nearly 119,000 deaths. Mexico was again in third place this past week, with nearly 63,000 deaths. India continues in fourth place with almost 62,000 deaths. Heavenward in the eastern sky before dawn this morning, Venus serves as the sentinel for a big corral of stars known as the Winter Circle, including clockwise such notables as Pollux, Castor, Capella, Aldebaran, Rigel, Sirius, Betelgeuse, and Procyon. Tomorrow night we'll have the full corn moon, also known as the full barley moon. A few Native American names for tomorrow's full moon include the Lakota Sioux moon when the plums are scarlet, the Omaha moon when the deer paw the earth, the Sioux moon when the calves grow hair, the Ojibwe moose moon, and the Cherokee nut month moon. This past Friday, back in 1963, on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., and facing a gathering estimated more than 300,000 during the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom, Martin Luther King delivered his I Have a Dream speech. I have a dream, King said, that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. Singers participating in the march included, among others, Mahalia Jackson, Marian Anderson, Joan Baez, Bob Dylan, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Celebrities included, among others, Dick Gregory, Josephine Baker, Harry Belafonte, Sidney Poitier, James Baldwin, 
Jackie Robinson, Sammy Davis Jr., Ossie Davis, Ruby Lee, Diane Carroll, Lena Horne, Judy Garland, James Garner, Robert Ryan, Charlton Heston, Paul Newman, Joan Woodward, Rita Moreno, Marlon Brando, Bobby Darren, and Burt Lancaster. Today in 1837, addressing the Pi Beta Kappa Society at Harvard College in Cambridge, Massachusetts, Ralph Waldo Emerson delivered The American Scholar, in which he affirmed, thinking is the function, living is the functionary. Millions of young American scholars will be embarking anew this week on that always interesting exploration of the ways thinking and living, as Emerson sees them, are inextricably related. We've just finished a fortnight of political onslaught, first by the Democrats and then a week later by the Republicans, each party presenting their presidential platforms for this year's presidential election. If these two national conventions did anything, they served to highlight the natural divisiveness inherent in a two-party system and the propensity for misinformation. According to Uncle Donnie, for example, the European Union has a much worse rate of COVID-19 infections than that of the United States. He feels he has to lie to us so that we will believe he is our savior, when in fact, with only 4% of the world's population, we have thus far had more than 25% of the world's cases of COVID-19. We are, in other words, the best friend that this virus has. Only Brazil comes anywhere close to being as much of a facilitator for the coronavirus. Today in 1928 in Laurel, Nebraska, James Coburn was born to a car salesman who took his family to California during the, during the Depression. Later, following a brief stretch in the United States Army, young James attended Los Angeles City College to study acting with famed teacher Stella Adler, who helped James land a Remington Shaver commercial role. Marveling at the amount of training to obtain this one modest part, James nonetheless discovered the minor job had led to a role in the Randolph Scott 1959 western Ride Lonesome. Subsequent films such as The Magnificent Seven and The Great Escape did not convince James Coburn that commercials were a thing of the past for him, since for one Schlitz-like beer commercial he had been paid $850,000. Meanwhile, fast-forwarding further into Coronageddon, we learn daily the value of all things we might have thought previously as merely incidental. Lao Tzu, the reputed author of the Tao Te Ching, calls these the 10,000 things that are everywhere around us. Lao Tzu says, A leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, his aim fulfilled, they will say, We did it ourselves. Today is also the birthday of Frederick March in 1897, of Buddy Hackett in 1924, of Van Morrison in 1945, of Richard Gere in 1948, of Edwin Moses in 1955, and of Debbie Gibson in 1970. For more on Omain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 11th official week of summer 2020. The autumnal equinox is three weeks away.